Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Jarrett and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. All right, gentlemen, before we start, I just want to say we are going to talk about Rise of Skywalker quite a bit, and we're going to spoil it, I'm imagining. So... If you don't want to be spoiled, and if you don't want to hear about Rise of Skywalker, probably not the episode to listen to. So you've been warned, probably give another warning at some point, but we are going to ruin it, so or spoil it. I don't know if you can ruin it anymore. Um, See, that's but the just... wrong attitude to begin with. <laughs> so just be aware. Rob, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. I'm on Christmas break. Excuse me, holiday break. Whoa. I am fantastic. Today was my first day off. So. What as a teacher? Well, I mean, you were a teacher. So as a as a school administrator, okay, okay, but school administrator, yeah. Rank like is is where's Christmas at for you? Just for the sheer hey, I get off of work. I mean, there's like summer summer break, right? And right. then there is Christmas break. Excuse me, holiday break. And then there is spring break. <laughs> okay. And then there's like last day of school. I that those would be my top four. So it's second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take Christmas break over right. spring break any day. All right. Jarrett? I am not on spring break or winter break. <laughs> uh, who the hell played your Christmas party? Oh, uh, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> so, so you had that. Yeah. So if you were wondering uh, what Buster Rhymes is up to, apparently he's playing the... Uh, the uh, corporate uh, Christmas party circuit, <laughs> dude. I gotta, I gotta know, like, what did they pay Buster Rhymes to play your Christmas party? It was a. He played maybe four songs and was out of there. Like that would have to be in a sweet gig. He didn't like mingle. Maybe he. Uh, I don't know. For some right, reason, what, I, don't, I don't know what, if he was interested in mingling with a bunch of like <laughs> white collar dorks. But <laughs> what's the set list for Buster Rhymes at a tech company Christmas party? Uh, I was so drunk I couldn't even say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does that make him better or worse, right? I mean, he sounded pretty good. Uh, okay. uh, the weird thing was that he has a hype man, and the hype man is like maybe 20 years older than him. So 60? So he's, he's old, but the thing is, the hype man ran out first, and we thought that was Busta Rhymes, and we're like, Jesus Christ, he looks terrible. <laughs> in your drunken, you know, was, Yeah, even in my attitude. drunken state, I was like, he is, he is not living his best life. He broke his neck. Uh, All right. Broke his neck and got a foot shorter. <laughs> Rob, yeah. how was your uh, your tradition of going to see Star Wars on opening night? It was great. Um, it was great. Everyone was like the... Just, you know, I'll paint you a little picture here. You want a little picture? Yeah, of course. So um, everyone kind of... Everyone at work knew I was going because I'm me and I can't shut up. So like everyone was like super excited for me. Um. Got home, like, left regular time. I didn't take any t- early time off. You know, I left at 4 o'clock. Got mm-hmm. home. Um, I told the crew, like, 4.30. I don't care what's happening before thir- before 4.30, but we're leaving <laughs> at 4.30. And at 4.30, okay. we all got into the car. So, like, had that going for me. Um, really no traffic. It was a great day. Made it to the mall. Found Jarrett right away. We weren't chasing after him. Got a table right away at a restaurant. We were good. It was a good, positive experience. 
Do you miss the days before having like where you could just reserve your ticket or reserve your seat on an app where you had to go like eight hours ahead of time to make sure you got like <laughs> in the first 20 in line to make sure you got your good seats? Like, do you miss those days? I do miss those days. And there is, you know, there's a piece of this that I'm sure I'll get to at some part um, of the actual movie experience, not the movie itself, but the movie going <laughs> experience that it's going to be. As I told Heidi on the drive home, that is going to be our last time that we go to an opening night movie because, you know, besides the fact that all the Star Wars movies are done and I'm pretty good not, you know, needing to not be spoiled on anything else other than Star Wars. So, like, I'm good. But it is the reason why you go, go opening night is to go with all the nerds and the nerds won't disappoint because they will stay quiet and behave and kind of like enjoy the movie experience because we're all kind of seeing it together. But the shitheads and assholes that were out that particular night, oh my God. It was just like it like where you had to order these tickets three months in advance. The fucker behind me was giving me like social commentary as I'm watching the movie, as if I can't actually see it. The dude on the other side of my kid is just goofing <laughs> around with the guy next to him. And I'm like, it's and it becomes because we go to a place that is everything is like tiered. So it's not like that stadium sure. seating stuff. Like you have to stand up and like look up to actually get to the guy behind you. So like the regular subtle moves don't work because nobody could see him. And I saw it in 3D, so they couldn't see me anyway. But it was just oh. that part of it was just like, I'm done with going to the movies. Like this was you, this was good. You s- you saw this in 3D? I did. That was the Th- only ticket thank I could you. get. Shut up. <laughs> is that still a thing? I mean, you can still get 3D tickets, which is how I actually got the tickets. Oh, the 7 o'clock show sold out. Terrible. Well, it was fine. It was fine. I I hate 3D movies. It's like right up there. For, I can't do it. It's what you don't um, even realize it. <clears throat> was that your experience as well? <laughs> I saw the dude that was talking and I was like, I bet he's because I had I wasn't sitting near the Leonard family because Rob forgot to get me a ticket again. <laughs> but I saw the dude talking. And I was like, I bet you he's driving Rob up a wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, you say this every time we talk about this wow. the Star Wars stuff. This why do you keep referring to this as the last Star Wars movie? I'm so surprised by that. All right, so here's like my real thesis on on this, okay? Mm, so mm-hmm. it's 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 not the last Star Wars movie. Like I'm not that stupid, but it's the if God willing, this is the last of the saga and everything else mm. is going to be these one-off things and like all those those things will be cool. I have faith that in the next one whatever the next one happens to be, Hopefully by then, either A, everything will go straight to digital, or B, these asshole theater owners will think to actually put, like, headphone plugs in their damn seats, so that way you could drown out the idiots and assholes around you. So, there it is. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about who I, who I shared the moment with. Jared, I'm not sure if you already know the answer to this question. How many times do you think Rob cried during Rise of Skywalker? Uh, let's see. He definitely cried. Are we spoiling already? Sure. Okay, he definitely cried when he thought Chewie died for that four seconds. Yeah, because that was uh, going to happen. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> I'm not that gullible. I'm gullible, but not that gullible. He probably cried at the opening crawl a little bit. Or at least got at least choked up. Like, I was, you, there, there's a little of truth to that. There is certainly. <laughs> there was something there. Hmm. I'll give you that. Hmm. Uh, he, pro- he maybe got a little misty when Lando tried to have sex with that girl 50 years younger than him. <laughs> 
Like you, you go, Lando. You don't, don't change. Nope. Yeah, don't change. <laughs> I, I'll go with that. I'll go with the three. Okay, I three think, times. I think, you, Rob, I think you held it together. Yeah. Rob, how many times did you cry? I didn't cry as much as I got misty. Probably three times. <laughs> three times was fair. Just not those particular moments. So it, okay. you know, I'll get there to to point out the moments. But yeah. Okay. Got a little emotional. Um, so I already know how you feel about it, Rob. I just uh, you sent me a text, so I understand how you feel about Star Wars already. I already knew before you sent that to me how you were going to feel about right. it, and right. I hadn't even seen the movie. But That's I do fine. have some critical review that I'm I'm sure. happy to discuss. Sure. I mean, I would hope you would. Yeah. Um, Jarrett, did you like this yeah. movie? So it's a fucking mess from top to bottom, but. <laughs> I was entertained. I wasn't bored while I was watching it. I was like, okay. I was kind of on, it will not age well. <laughs> right, right. A year, a year from now, I will be like, fuck this movie. But at the time, I was like, eh, it's all, it's all right. Like, I, I can, okay. Like, there were, there were things I liked about it, for sure. Okay, um, it, in, the, in the order, so you can rank it in the whole Skywalker trilogy or just this trilogy? Like, where would you place it? All right, it's... Not as good as Force Awakens. Uh, probably better than Last Jedi. Uh, okay. All, all three of those, not as good as the original trilogy, uh, but all three of them better than the prequels. <laughs> all right, that's, that's I fair. That's I think that a lot of people have that same mindset, with the exception of you have some people that put Force Awakens like after Empire. Like it's like the best Star Wars movie, which those people are wrong. <laughs> I could see putting it maybe above. Uh, I I heard a lot of people at the time putting it ahead of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, with not the and I was like ah, I can kind of see that, but now that it's been some time, I'm like no, nah, it was just it was a reboot. It was the same as the first one. Yeah, like, I can understand. I can understand why someone would want to do that as well. I still think that Return of the Jedi is a more enjoyable movie and has obviously aged better. I also yeah, like sure. Rogue One quite a bit. I know Rob doesn't. I know that's not obviously in the same. Oh, we're talking about the Skywalker those. trilogy. Um. So, Rob, yeah, what did you think about Rise of Skywalker? All right, so <clears throat> I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, the okay. I I walked out of there, and Jared can you know confirm this? Very like confused <laughs> because it was just <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot to like take in. So like my brain mm-hmm. was still processing all that. Plus the fuckers behind me. So it was just like. I was processing all of that stuff. So a friend of mine actually gave me the best description of what this movie was, like the feeling of this movie, which was like watching a movie and fast forward. Um, So in that respect, as far as movie making is concerned, it was just, it was a lot to take in. Um, But there is, I think as a movie, it was a good movie. I think it's certainly better than The Last Jedi. Um, I would rank it almost exactly as Jared has just ranked it as far as the original trilogy, like this new stuff, Force Awakens, this, Last Jedi, and then um, the prequels. Um, it's, you know, it, it's a movie I do want to see again, and I want to kind of like dig sure. into it a little bit, but I think I need some time to kind of like process it a little bit. And it's, it's, it's again, my, the bottom line is I liked it. There was just so much to sift through and so much jammed into those two hours that it was a little overwhelming. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, right. What'd you think? And then you add, 
We add on like 20 minutes of, of trailers. You're in that thing for almost three hours. Oh, we committed. Um, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess of a movie. Uh, my, my knee-jerk reaction, and it's going to be one of my, it was one of my questions I wanted to ask, but I'll just say it now. I don't understand how a movie can feel incredibly rushed, but also really long. Mm. <laughs> like it that's, felt. That's fair. That first 30 minutes, especially those like probably opening 15 minutes or so when it's all like Adam Driver, he finds Pal- uh, you know, Kylo Ren, Palpatine's introduced in like 10 minutes uh, and then it then shoots into the trio. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? It felt like we're not going to give any backstory. I'm going to give you all the backstory you need in the title you know, crawl and mm-hmm. that's it. And here we go. So it was it was fine. I like it better than Last Jedi. Um, I don't think it's as well done of a movie as Last Jedi, even though I don't like Last, Je- uh, Last Jedi, but I don't like Last Jedi more for what they've done with characters. I mean, we talked about that at length. Right. Um, I just think this, it's, it's, a, it's a mess, man. But I would say Force Awakens, then this, then Last Jedi. I guess it's hard for me with those two. But um, you would still rank Rogue One above this. How about, where does Solo fall into all this? Because Solo was a disaster. Solo wasn't good. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I need to watch Solo again at some point uh, just to make sure that I really think it's not good. Um, but yeah, Solo's kind of like the bastard stepchild, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Rogue One better than all of the this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, Did you get emotional during this? Was there any kind of like no. tweaking of the <laughs> old... Nothing, huh? Just No, cold. but I don't, that's, I don't get emotional at, any, at, at many movies. Oh, fair enough. Um, it did have a couple of scenes that I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like like cinematic kind of, you know, cinematography, like how it was shot. I actually, I, I haven't read much about the movie. Like I didn't read really any of the reviews. Mm. I still haven't. I did like the end of the shot, obviously, with, with Daisy um, and BB-8 on Tatooine. I liked that shot. I yep. thought that was kind of mm-hmm. cool. I don't know how I feel about like Chewie getting his metal like that's cool but also yeah. it's just like it doesn't fit in the movie it's no. just why do they have the metal right yeah it it's like jj was like hey ryan johnson you fucked <laughs> up so much stuff and i don't want any part of this so i'm giving you everything even if it doesn't make sense you're getting it in this movie yeah well there was a lot of that's the other kind of big critique of this movie was there was a lot of course correcting going on like obvious course correcting going on in this yeah almost to like a like self-aware Point. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was self-aware yeah. of. Hey, we got to fix this. I kind of Tyler summed it up really well in a in a simple like Instagram post. He said that this was essentially like a Star Wars reunion movie. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know, man. Do we need to see Emperor Palpatine as a bad guy again? I, you know, I, Jared, you want to hit it first because I got like a whole yeah, like should... universe to say about it. No, we we didn't, and. So much, okay, here's what pissed me off about Palpatine. Number one, like there was absolutely zero explanation as to why he's there. Like, Thank did you. he did he survive the fall? Did is that not him? And like the original Palpatine was a clone of him or something, right? Because the um, canon is that he has clones, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know they showed the little Snoke's uh, not Snoke Snoke's in a jar. Yeah, Snoke's in a jar. Yep, Snoke's in a jar. So he's cloning people. Right. But the other thing that pissed me off about it is if they wanted to go with, hey, there's like a big baddie behind everything, they had an out for this, and it's actually, uh, it's Darth Plagueis. Like, they right. had that whole speech in the opera house, and he quoted that speech at the very beginning. I was like, oh, maybe that's where they're going with it. Uh, they could have, I mean, that would have been, it would have been fan service because the nerds wanted to see that. 
but it still would have felt it would have been appropriate i thought not just like palpine's back for no reason and oh he's just behind everything up until this point it's uh and yeah i've i've for the most part liked uh ian mcdermott even in the prequels i thought he did an okay job oh I he's thought the best he, part i thought he overacted the shit out of this movie there wasn't much acting though like sure like he, he was he was absolutely the best part of the prequels like no doubt uh but this, he just, like, it was fun seeing him again, but he just, I was like, why are you here? Even though he did, I thought he looked great, like, visually, the way they, I was like, this is like a cool aesthetic that they got going on. Yeah, he looked cool. Um, I thought uh, a couple problems with, with him in general or kind of his scenes is, like, can we have some nuance? Is everything just as subtle as, like, all the bad guys are going to have, like, fucking monsters that work for them and lightning and dark and red? Yeah. Like, why can't he be living in, like, on Tatooine in a nice warm planet climate? <laughs> on, a, on a beach. Yeah, with, like, normal people helping him clone. Why does it have to be like, oh, he's the bad guy? Like, there's no nuance. There's no subtlety. But I did, like you said, I did, like, aesthetically, you know, the eyes, his hands were decaying. Like, obviously, he's a guy who's either been through some shit or he's a clone or they're regenerating him in, or, uh, somehow. But, again, we have no explanation. I think that's... It's kind of how I feel about the whole movie. Like, there's not a lot of explanation for anything. Pretty much. Rob? All right. So, here's my whole take on Palpatine. Um, I agree with you guys 100%. That he, we're, we're putting him in this movie out of left field. He's not even mentioned as far as some sort of, like, thing that people are thinking about or knowing or aware of. Nope. You know, other than yeah. Luke with a passing thought, and that was even a reference to the prequels. So him coming out of nowhere, I mean, it's in the first line of the scroll in giant letters, Palpatine. And that's All our introduction capitals. to it. Right. Hmm. And in that respect, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, where, where did this come from? So that being said, there is a, and this, again, I fully admit to the fan service and the fanboydom of everything that's about to come out of my face. So here sure. we go. There's a certain bit about the religious aspect or the cult aspect of like being a Sith that was never really kind of looked at in the movies, but it is explored, again, forgive me, in the books, in the comic books, and even in the video games. But we never sure. really get to see that what that looks like. We've seen what the Jedi look like when the Jedi are being stoic and how they kind of like when they're together and we know what Jedi's look like and what that, that whole thing is, but we never saw what Sith kind of like what all of that was. And in that respect, I admired what I was looking at because it's like, wow, we've never really seen this before. And there was a level of spooky, ooky and like creepiness mm. to it that I really kind of, I really was taken aback by. Now there's a last season of clone wars that Yoda actually goes in pretty deep into um, like researching Sith and, you know, just like the study of the force. And there, there was this kind of like mythical aspect to it, which I think they brought into this, which made that whole thing more interesting. Um, and then the look of it, the only thing about the look that I didn't like, because him like hanging from the machine in a very Hellraiser kind of way was like an interesting thing. I just couldn't get past his complexion was like his complexion was fine while he was decaying, but when he was healthy, he went back to like wrinkle face, and I thought that was a little bit weird. 
Um, but as far as the use of his character and him being like the overall arc, although very much jammed down our throats and kind of like out of nowhere, I did like that. Here's my last thought, and we're going to move on to the next question. What it did do, however, by putting him in there and putting his importance to where it was, it, where it was placed in this, is that it completely removed the significance of a lot of the character work that we've been dealing with for the past, you know, 30 years, 40 years, excuse me. Yeah. The significance of Luke, the significance of Leia, the significance of Darth Vader, of Anakin Skywalker, all of that stuff seems to be a stop on the journey that apparently Ray has completed on this. So in that respect and how the, that whole thing was kind of wrapped up, I, I do have issue with that. Where's his kid come from? <laughs> that was my... It's a little bit of a hole. Okay, well, parallel, well, parallel well, question. Yeah. Where, okay, so the Ray's parents who were no, nobodies that sold her off but then got killed... So one of them was Palpatine's kid? Right. So the, the boy was. The man was. The man was. Okay. So my question, right, is if, if you're looking at – it's the timeline's all messed up because they obviously – they had no idea what they were doing when they started this trilogy. Like totally. I'm certain of that. They had no fucking clue what we're doing. He has a kid. So by the ages, you would think that the kid would roughly be the age of Luke. Am I am I am I Luke or Han, right? Because Kylo and Ray are roughly the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. So if he had Luke, that would essentially be he was fucking when he created Darth Vader. He was because when Darth Vader turns is when Luke is born. Yeah. So Palpatine would have had to have his son right around the same time Luke right. was born. While he later. was right. in office, let's just say while he was in office, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yep, you're right. So, again, this is the same I asked the same question in Last Jedi the 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 Jedi in general are supposed to be the most force sensitive, obviously Jedi and Sith force sensitive. They can feel everything, midichlorians, whatever the fuck those are supposed to be. They can feel like disturbances in the force. People die. Yoda knows that Order 66 is coming. Everything. Right. How do they not know that that this man had a child? <laughs> how does how do they not realize that this person, who you would think is one of the most powerful Force-sensitive beings, because then he birthed, he didn't birth, but he helped birth the most Force-sensitive being mm-hmm. in Rey, how did nobody ever realize that Palpatine had a kid? Can I hypothesize a little bit? I would love. <laughs> okay. I would love. <laughs> So we're led to believe in the prequels that um, Anakin was born of the midichlorian, right? Yep. We're kind of led to that. Which is ridiculous. Which Which is is ridiculous, right? That's the Jesus explanation. Like, I get it. But there is that speech in Revenge of the Sith that he goes into Darth Plagueis, and Darth Plagueis found a way to manipulate the midichlorian in order to create life. And now the assumption in that speech is that the midichlorian was kind of like, that's what birthed Anakin. Yeah. So it could almost be argued, and I don't know this, I'm just spitballing here, that Palpatine didn't necessarily bang some chick as much as Mm. he, you know, attempted to manipulate the midichlorian in order to create life. You know what I mean? And maybe that's what that speech was more about. Well, it's totally not what that speech was about, but that's maybe that's what they're harping back to. 
but then didn't isn't one of Qui-Gon's lines is like the midichlorians essentially brought him to Anakin like that's what made him find Anakin so then why would nobody be able to find this schmo yeah, for and- Great, you know, forty years. Correct, and you know why doesn't that schmo? Why wasn't that schmo involved in the force? Because presumably, as you said, um, you know, he would have been coming up about the same time Luke was coming up. Um, how come that didn't register on anybody's radar? So that's that's yeah. true. That's true. That's a hole, Jarrett. And also, why wouldn't this the kid be the next in line? He he you know should that? be. Yeah, exactly. Was it kind of like maybe the emperor was like, no, you know what? I'm still into being the emperor. I don't want to give it to my kid yet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, let me, I'll just like wait till I'm on death's door and then whoever is in my lineage, I'll get them. Well, he seemed very, have them. he seemed a lot more interested in his granddaughter than he was his own child because they were like, kill the parents and grab the kid, weren't they? Wasn't that yes. the whole bit? Yeah, I also. And, and, yeah. I also find it weird that perhaps the best actor they had in the whole, tr- you know, this whole movie they have as Ray's mom, who's uncredited, <laughs> who's you know Jodie Cormer. What else was she? Who in? just won the fucking Emmy for best, you know, dramatic actress for, for what? Killing Eve. Oh, Killing Eve. So no, I just I don't watch that. <laughs> well, that's fine. She's also in a bunch of new stuff that's coming out. She's in that new Ryan Reynolds movie that's about the video game. Um, <laughs> She's in a bunch of, but she just won the Emmy right. for, for best uh, right. dramatic actress. So, <laughs> my wife was the most upset that she didn't get to see Carrie Russell. And she's like, "You told me Felicity was in this movie." The, uh, I was yeah, like, "She was I in the movie." That, I have that. That's. I'm gonna ask you right now. Does Carrie? Does Does Carrie Russell need to be in this movie? Like, what the fuck? No, of course not. Nope. What is it? Just JJ has to give all of his friends like Dominic Monaghan has to be in this movie. Yeah, I was about to say, like, did, why? He was just like, he pretty much just went to JJ. I was like, can I be in that movie too? He's like, ah, oh, come on, Mary, let's go. My 10-year-old was like, why was that guy in the movie? She's like, they, they kept, like, putting the camera on him, but he didn't do anything. And I was like, that's very insightful. If I, have to, if I have to see Greg, Greg Grunberg's fat head in another fucking JJ Abrams movie, and he gets a death scene. Adam or uh, Admiral Akbar can't get a death yeah. scene, but Greg Grunberg can get a fucking death scene. So I'm listening to our Last Jedi podcast in a very narcissistic Ugh. kind of way, which I thought was pretty good. I think we had very good discussion there. But a line I that sound... I gave that you guys just glanced over was like my whole Admiral Ar- Akbar in his last moments of life, which I, yeah. as I'm driving, listening to it, I'm hysterical laughing. It's like, you know, Rob Leonard, that was pretty funny. I think at that point I was so frustrated. I just, nothing was going to penetrate my just sourness. Uh... Anthony, on, um, on Lost, what was it? What was this? Do you remember the Drive Shaft song that they kept playing? Yeah. Char- you yeah. are everybody. Thank you. Every time he came on screen, I was like kind of humming that to myself. Like, oh, what a great show. <laughs> Let's talk about that instead. Oh, yeah, Rob, how come you haven't watched that? Haven't watched Lost? Yeah. I don't have the strength. There's, there's so only crazy. 120 hours of it. Come on. Yeah, yeah it'll fly by. Yeah. I'll use um, my uh, winter break to watch it. What's up with the force healing? Can we just, can we talk about that? Yes. Like what, they've <coughs> nev- nobody's ever been able to save somebody. Um, can, have you seen the latest Mandalorian? Thank you. Okay, look, listen, we're talking about <laughs> Skywalker trilogy. We're not talking about the Mandalorian, which could potentially be an anomaly, not this power that, Ray all of a sudden knows she has. But so, so 
<laughs> I, I, Rob, I've got to tell, I've got to tell you about this. So, I watched that they released that episode of the Mandalorian early, and I was like, "That's weird." And then I watched it right before I went to go meet up with Rob, and I saw Yoda do that, and I was like, "I bet you that's in the new fucking movie," and that's why they. <laughs> I think I they the just. Dinner- re- I think they released it early, so it wasn't competing with Star Wars. Maybe, uh, but... Because <laughs> it comes out on Fridays. I don't think they wanted to split the audience, essentially. Like, yeah, some of these people are going to stay home to watch Mandalorian. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I, as, soon, as soon as she force-healed the fucking snake thing, I was like, she's going to bring somebody back to life. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's how the movie's going to end. If I may. Yep. Of course. <laughs> Again. I know. All right. You're going to... So, force-healing has been around for a while. Just saying, yeah, we have not seen it in a movie, but it has been around in the video games and the books. We're not talking about either one of those. I know, but I'm just saying the it. animated well, shows, some of the animated shows do tie into the movies, right? Yeah. The original Clone Wars tied in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Sure. So there are things that tie in. I don't. They've done a lot of stuff in books, right? Right. Leia had her lightsaber, full training, full Jedi in the books. We're not going to talk about the books because right. in the movie... She's a fucking Jedi. Never talked about it before. Right? With a lightsaber. How about that? With a lightsaber. Also, never talked about it. Oh, everybody hates Mary Poppins Leia. You know what we're going to do? We're going to show a montage of her training with Luke. That's going to explain it. <laughs> Thanks, JJ. <laughs> that was a pretty cool scene. you got to admit that was pretty cool. Visually, no, I didn't. that was I didn't pretty think cool. that was cool at all. Yeah. Oh. But seriously, <laughs> the, for, the force healing. Like, what the fuck, man? Uh, now, Rob, was the Force <laughs> healing in one of those books that uh, was eliminated from canon, or did they reintroduce it after? It was totally eliminated from <laughs> canon, because all those books oh, okay. were eliminated from canon. But even, like, the Jedi Knight, like, video game series, like, Force healing was all in there. Because people have to heal in video games, I'm just Rob. saying it was already there. Is the When only I'm playing Call I'm of Duty and make. I get shot, I heal. That's not real life, bro. <laughs> Or you find a like, med and kit and you're automatically fine. That's fine. No, me- no med kits in, in Call of Duty. Anyway, and, and Rob, I'm playing the new game and I haven't gotten the healing power yet. Well, the, the, like, they're working not, on I'm it. Not up to that level. I'm not up to that level yet. You're not that, yeah. to that level of Jedi just yet. The the force <laughs> healing part of it, yes, it came out of le- again came out of left field. There's no defending it. There has been no explanation in the movie up to this point. It was completely introduced here, but. Has been around the video games. <laughs> Jared, is Lando trying to fuck at the end of this movie? Oh, Lando is trying to fuck. Okay, here's the really fucking disturbing thing. I was convinced that she was his daughter. Yeah. I was conv- I was like, she was, okay, she was a stormtrooper. That means she was taken away from someone at birth. She has to tie into someone because everyone in these movies ties into someone else. She's so black. She's black, not to be racist, but she is. <laughs> Lando's bl- Lando's black. Besides besides Finn, you know, who, who else could it be? I was convinced she was sitting down to be like, I'm your daughter. And instead it was like, yo, girl, how you living? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out together. Here's my yeah, oh 45. My God. He's 82. Does it, I mean, does it still work? Are we... I mean, he's Lando. I got to Yeah, Lando's works. Regardless, it's going to work. Yeah, uh, like they could probably have some space fire too. I'm assuming. So, all right. He stopped Fair banging point. robots, and now he's looking for twenty year old chicks. <laughs> oh god, he was trying. Yeah. He was okay, great Rob. in this. To be totally honest, like he was better he than bad. Harrison Ford was, in my humble opinion. Billy D, as far as his the, performance was concerned, the scene, although again not shocking, I think everything was really predictable in this movie. 
the scene with with Ford and Adam Driver, yeah. not bad. Yeah, that was terrible. Like a nice I surprise. I did not expect to see him, to be totally honest. I didn't hate it. Oh, how about that? The little um, peace between father and son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and no Hayden Christensen. Rob, I mean, you hear his voice. I heard his voice, and he even had a hard time getting that line out, but <laughs> we didn't see his face. <laughs> he didn't see his, and I was shocked. <laughs> Rob Ray, I'm I'm Hayden Christensen. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think Finn was trying to tell Ray throughout the movie? Mm. What a great question! I, I, I really, have the answer. You have the I answer. The I, to be totally honest, I didn't. You know, I know that kept coming up, but walking out of that movie, it was not something that I was like, "Hmm, I wonder what that was." Yeah, I have no you idea. You don't think he was going to say, "I love you"? Uh no. That's what I jumped to. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel they've been going out of their way to play down the any sort of sexual relationship between Ray and Finn. I they go out of their way to do it. So I didn't think that was that was going to be it. Well, I, I always thought they went out of their way to show that Ray was like platonic friends with Finn, but Finn, Finn yeah. wanted to fuck. Well, Finn wanted to fuck in the first episode. And I think that had turned into something else as we kind of, and that's why we had Rose and because that became a, like a distraction, but clearly that didn't work out either. So yeah. How'd she do in this movie? <clears throat> yeah. She got downgraded quite Damn. a bit. <laughs> All right, Jared, what do you think? Uh, what do you think he's, what do you think Finn wants to say to her? So I, I, I thought it could have been like, I thought it could have been, I love you, but I was like, oh, that would have been fucking dumb. I thought it could have been like, hey, Ray, I was like taking a shit this morning and I moved a rock with my brain while I was sitting there thinking about stuff <laughs> or something, something, along, something along those lines. You're right. <laughs> Finn was so taking a dump eight, and then was thinking about rocks. Well, not no, like he was just sitting there pondering his life and like he moved yeah. something in the bathroom. Yeah, so JJ did a, uh, there was a screening with, with an audience and someone asked him that and that's what he said. He said he wants to tell her that he's force sensitive. Ah. Not How fucking stupid is that? That one's a little dumb. They allude they... to it a little bit. Like, because he feels her, he senses when she dies. Yeah. Yeah. They show that. He sent, but, oh God. I have to off? say, I have oh. to say, though, that I have not liked Finn in any of these movies, and in this movie, he was tolerable. Wasn't terrible. They gave him something to do in this one. I think that was the big yeah. difference. Is like he wasn't a hindrance as much as he's like, oh shit, we're actually going to do something with this guy. And he wasn't nearly as annoying. But what he is annoying with, and they did beat it into this thing, is whenever he screams out Ray, he screams it out in the same like ridiculous, like he's on fire level intensity. And as he's running to like get to her as she's fighting, you know, Kylo Ren. It was one of those scenes just like, what the fuck, buddy? Why are you even like it? Just, it felt like, why is he there for that? We didn't need him there for that. Do you think that he sounds like that because he's super British and his voice is pretty high? Like, I think he changes his voice when he's playing Finn. Yeah. Accent and like tone. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. So he's like, right. It's always very specific. So I don't know. Yeah, we all saw the movie. Yeah, We're good. I'm just saying. That was pretty good. <laughs> Anybody else find it creepy every time Carrie Fisher's on screen? Uh, I got a little uh, teary on thought, that one. That one I got a little teary yeah. on. I thought it was it it they uh they wrapped it up with her and it wasn't too bad. Like it Yeah. They didn't try to like make a whole make her the main character of the movie or anything right. ridiculous like that, but they I think they got around it as good as they could have. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I just for whatever reason I kept thinking like 
are these just the shots that they had left so they have to like yeah. make the movie and dialogue around what she's already recorded? Yeah. Which I think is true. That's I what think, they had to yes. do. Right. And obviously there's the scene where she's talking to Ray and they show her from the back and that's obviously not her. Yep. Right. Um, but I just you, don't know which one. I Go ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't think it looked too jarring. I think to the... No. It's something that you're like looking at it, you're like, maybe there's a little bit something off, but it wasn't something that was like, oh, this completely looks terrible. I'm with you. I don't think it looked complete. I don't think it looked terrible at all. I just feel it just felt odd. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Um especially knowing that she didn't film any scenes for this movie. That's all leftover stuff from from uh, Last Jedi. Uh, I don't know, though, honestly, though, what I was more bothered by, if it was her or if it was Mark Hamill's wig. Uh-huh. Like, how does he become full, like, like Mick Jagger, like, hair? He just, it was terrible, dude. And then he gives this speech about how important lightsabers are to Jedi. I'm like, look, bro, a movie ago you just threw. I understand why it's happening. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's Abrams correcting everything. But, like, he just fucking threw the lightsaber away. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Super good. But it was redeemable of the character who would, A, you know, that's no way to treat a Jedi, uh, an ancient weapon. I thought that was a funny line. Um, B, he admitted to he was wrong, and, and there's to a degree in The Last Jedi that he does admit he's wrong, to a degree. Mm-hmm. And then uh, C, the kind of, um, I don't have a C. <laughs> Is Ray, Ray's the only <gasps> Jedi to ever have a yellow lightsaber, correct? Ex- well, here we go. So the no, original- no, no. Oh, Movies. Uh, uh, Movies, not, yeah. not video games or canon or <sighs> animated. Yes. She's the first. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Can I can uh, I give my little eh, eh, thing? Well, I I before you do that, I'd like to know when you're going to order your Princess Leia lightsaber hilt <laughs> and your Daisy your your Ray Skywalker. I'm good which on is stupid. I'm good lightsaber on lightsaber I'm good on uh, I'm good on lightsabers right now. You'll have one of those guaranteed. I don't have any. I don't do the only. Other lightsaber, other than like um, original trilogy that I have, is the Obi Wan lightsaber from uh, Episode Two. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, <laughs> which I'm totally bringing with me. Jarrett, what were you gonna say? Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say. Speaking of uh, Ray Skywalker, <laughs> Rob, what did I say at dinner before the movie? Yes, you said it. That... <laughs> you said it, and then you walked out of the theater, and that was the only thing on your mind was like, "Look how right I was." <laughs> What did she say? So, uh, no, I, I, before, when we were talking about the movie at work with the, the, nerd, the nerd brain trust when we were supposed to be working, uh, the, <laughs> the idea that Ray was just going to call herself Skywalker, we completely figured that out before the movie. Yeah, like, she's clearly not a Skywalker. So yeah, she's not was... a Skywalker, but I was like, you know what? I bet you she's going to be a dick and just calls herself Skywalker for, like, no reason. <laughs> yeah, real pompous. Well, it's really, you know, and in this I actually disagree as well because she, if anything – like Luke was the biggest dick to her out of the bunch, considering Han yep. Solo and Princess Leia. So you would almost want to say that you know those were the proper kind of like parental figures, other than Luke. If anything, she should have said uh, Ray Solo. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Th- yeah. That doesn't then, sound as cool. Yeah. Then she would have been. Then she would have been making out with her brother, which I guess would be on brand for Star Wars. But you know what? Super on it, brand. That freaked a lot of people out because the, I don't know about because the between the asshole behind me and the guy next to my kid, all I heard was like, oh, when they started like kissing, 
And then even the kids from school who had seen it the same time I saw it, they came in the next day. That was the only thing on their mind. Wasn't it gross when she, like, kissed Kylo Ren? And I'm like, oh, I, I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. Who's – yeah, that, I don't think that's gross. It didn't – it was, again, not unsu- not not surprising yeah. <laughs> that it happened. Yeah. So I have a few more questions, if you if you will. Uh, bigger sack of shit. <laughs> Captain Phasma or the entire Knights of Ren? <laughs> that was funny. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for three fucking movies for these guys to do something. And they're carrying like shovels. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. They suck my ass, man. Wow. My goodness. Terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. Well, on the, pl- on the plus side, there weren't people playing the Knights of Ren who were talking about how great the Knights of Ren were, like Gwendolyn Christie was talking to Captain Phasma. That's true. That is true. So that, yeah, that counts for something. They equally look as cool, though, right? Like, cumulatively, yeah. the Knights of Ren look like a bunch of badasses. Yeah, they do. But they literally were carrying around, like, pitchforks and shovels. <laughs> I still maintain they were all Ray, and if they had not cut that deleted scene out of the movie, we would have found, found out. <laughs> What del- <laughs> He's, they he thinks the there should be a deleted scene. They were all raised. All right. Exactly. Got it. So I have two questions, and they're, it's, they're, they, they go together. And I'd like to ask Jarrett first, and I'd like to close with Rob answering. Nice. Close this topic. Rob, do you think this is the movie that J.J. Abrams wanted to make? And did this movie need to be made? Uh, it did not need to be made. Honestly, like... If The Last Jedi was the end of the trilogy, like, that seemed like it would have been an ending. Like, there wasn't really anywhere much to go after it, kind of, right. to a degree. Uh, I think this was two movies that J.J. wanted to make squeezed together, which makes me wonder, why didn't he just say, I'll do the whole fucking trilogy when they, saw, when they were chasing him on the first one? Because he, apparently, like, he, he turned it down a couple times, and then they talked him into it. But if he had this much stuff to cram into one movie, I don't get why he couldn't just let it breathe and put, uh, you know, stretch it to three movies. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't. If he, if he knew he was going to make this last one, or felt like, hey, I can make this last one, why not just do the whole trilogy? Yeah, exactly. But they um, had no idea. They had no idea what they were doing. Oh, right? They had no oh, overall story. They were shooting from the hip for every single step of the way. Uh, and I mean, like who? They had three different writers, so, like, how even could they? They had Kazdin yeah, yeah. doing the first one, and then they had... This guy, I found out, wrote fucking Justice League and Batman and Superman. I, <laughs> not, su- I, not surprising. Uh, uh, and it, I realized afterwards, I thought it made sense. Here's why. Because there was that scene in Justice League where um, <laughs> Ben Affleck is talking about Superman like he just lost a great friend. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's not what happened in the last movie. <laughs> And it felt, this movie felt the same. It's just like, you know, we're just going to write a movie. Who cares what happened in the last movie? We're just going to write a movie and, you know, people will figure it out. Like, it had that vibe to it. <laughs> yeah, it's on brand, like you said. Yes. Brand. Branding. Rob, same question. Does this movie need to be made? Well, first, did J.J. Abrams, is this the movie he wanted to make? And does this movie need to be made or exist? All right. So, my two cents. <clears throat> it, you, we need... Need is a desperate word. Need means like we couldn't have survived with just one through six. So we didn't need any of it, but we got it. So in the course of the trilogy, 
it needed to be made to wrap up a lot of what was already set up in seven and eight. Now, but why does it have to be a trilogy? It doesn't have to be a trilogy. So that goes back okay. to point B, which is going to be: um, Is this the movie JJ wanted to make? I don't think so. I think this was this was probably JJ's treatment to his like where he thought everything could potentially go. I don't think this movie with the billions and billions of dollars behind Star Wars, you would have think before they sat down to like and they announced a trilogy, they would have laid all this shit out before. But I think sure. JJ even came out and said none of this stuff was laid out <clears throat> and lord knows why. But I think what we got with this movie was the things that he wanted to see if he was to do 8 plus the conclusions to what he would have done in nine. But in the process, mm-hmm. he also had to do um, everything that was set up in, you know, Ryan Johnson's version of eight, which kind of added on to everything. That's why this movie feels such like a mess is like, here were his ideas and here's where he thought was going with the characters. And they're like, all right, well, let's kind of do this. And everything is in there. So do I think it's, it's the movie he wanted to make? No. Do I think the ideas are are purely his? Yes, because I it, that you know this connects more to seven than it does to eight. But um, did it need to be made? Yeah. the 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 reality is, if you're going to do seven and eight, we needed it. We we needed that conclusion to. We needed a conclusion to Ray. We needed a redemption of Luke. We had to figure out how you know um, Kylo Ren fit into all of it. Like there's all these pieces that needed to be done. Hmm. In my humble opinion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think this is the movie he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. I think that he had to make this movie to appease Star Wars fans and I think I I think he wanted to make another Star Wars movie, but I don't think this is the movie he he wanted to make. He had to he had to fix a lot of things that that are thought of as wrong in Last Jedi. Cuz by all indications like he's a pretty big fan as well. Yeah. So I'm, I can't imagine he was super pumped on some of the decisions that were made. Um I don't think this movie needs to exist. Uh, I probably, I mean, I'll probably watch it again just to watch it and try to absorb more of it and, and hopefully maybe like it more. I don't think I'll own it, which I don't own Last Jedi, and I thought maybe that was going to be the only part of this trilogy I wouldn't own, but I don't think I'll own this movie either. Jarrett, one to five, what do you give this? Uh, I give it... I, don't want five, I, I give it a seven out of like ten, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I can see. I give it a C, yeah. Okay. Rob, you love Justice League, and that's a B. <laughs> right. I know you were just waiting. I know, I know. you, Jared it's, brought it's, up Justice League. It's not an waiting. A movie. It's. Not, I didn't walk out no. of there going like, "Wow, this redeemed everything. This is the greatest thing ever." And if you don't yeah. like this movie, then go fuck yourself. I did not walk out of that like this. Okay. Here is if I'm on this particular soapbox. Let me just kind of get this one out. What I'm finding. <laughs> is that people immediately want to argue this movie. And I have people that, you know, friends of mine that are like casual Star Wars fans hitting me with very specific questions <laughs> to like the storyline of this movie versus the other movies. Okay. Very technical, beyond the stuff that we talked about, like other stuff, you know, stuff like, you know, why was this... um you know, this entire army of Star Destroyers just sitting for 20 years, kind of waiting to be used. Nobody realized all that shit was happening. And then B, mm. you know, how were they even like hanging out there when that planet was completely uninhabitable? Where were they getting food mm. from? So it was, was just like, them. it was shit like that. And there is a degree of, guys, 
can we take a breath and we don't need every single thing explained? And then B, we have to remember that it is a sci-fi movie, so there are certain degrees of things that we have to let go. However, the culture that Star Wars has set up by the prequels and just kind of being as they are, they feel the need to explain every little thing. And I like I get it. But like sure. is as a movie, as like a movie experience, I did not feel its length. I thought it was I enjoyed kind of watching the movie. Um, I don't think it's an A. It is a B plus, I think, at best. Whoa. At best. A B plus. Yes. A B plus. What else is a B plus? <laughs> I, I'm just because I'm trying to I'm trying to get a gauge. I'm trying to get a gauge I, you, of what there's you a think. billion movies in the universe. You want me to find another B plus? I I can't. I would give it um uh, Batman Returns a B plus. Let's do this. Let's okay. do this real quick. Yeah. A New Hope. A New Hope is an A. I mean, that you, that's your standard. No, no. I, okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't just. Sure. I don't need a sentence about All each right, one. So A New Hope A. Empire Strikes Back A plus. Return of the Jedi A minus. Phantom Menace. C plus. I don't know if I can keep going after C plus. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Is a D. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is a B to B minus. Whoa. Force mm. Awakens. Force Awakens is a B plus. Okay. And then Last Jedi. <laughs> a B to a B plus. <laughs> And then Rise of Skywalker, you said a B plus. B plus A minus. Star Wars Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> a double plus plus bonus mm-hmm. questions. All right, Jared. Real quick, just just humor me. Same thing. A new hope. Uh a new hope, I go A. Uh, Je- uh Empire A plus. Jedi. I, I uh yeah, Je- yeah, I think I'd go the same. A- I'd go A minus on Je- on Jedi. So far we're Phantom exactly uh, the same. Phantom Menace, uh, D. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Uh, it depends on what day I'm in. I'll somewhere either a D or a D minus. Depends on how I'm feeling that day. Uh, Sith. Sith. I'll get. See, I want to give it a C, but it's. I don't like. It's not as good as Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Let's go C. Uh, let's go C minus. Just keep it consistent. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I give a B. I'll give that a B. Jedi. Uh, Jedi B minus. Maybe and C then, plus. Maybe C plus. And then Skywalker. And then, yeah, then I give it a C. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Run of the board here. Yeah. Yeah. Now wait, Rob. Do you think that Palpatine used Union steelworkers to make all those Star Destroyers? <laughs> do you think so? You think they unionized? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might. I think maybe they did it underground, and that's the rebellion against the Emperor to make a labor <sighs> union. It, so that's so that's how they're gonna bring him down. Union. They're gonna have the union and bring that will him down. be the next. That will be the next trilogy. As you guys are bitching, like no it. one wants to bitch about how every Star Destroyer is a Death Star right now. No one wants to complain about that. Oh, that's on the docket. Oh, okay. Listen, there's a lot of issues, Rob, but for some reason, all of that does not bother me as much as some of the other issues. You, these are just I watching this movie. I'm like, you know what? These are all the same fucking movies. As the original trilogy, they're taking the same yeah. ideas. Oh, we're gonna take one little ship. It's gonna take down this big ship or this big planet destroyer or whatever. It's the same fucking thing every movie. 
But the Death Star keeps like eventually they're just gonna have like oh my god he has a Death Star laser pointer like it's just gonna keep this cut is improving. Yeah, it's just uh, I'm with you though, Rob. I did find it. I was like very disappointed when they when Palpatine gets regenerated, but then like why does he look still haggard? Right, come on, buddy, <laughs> pull it together. Like he can't get he can't get regenerated pre Mace Windu. Right, but just saying. That whole scene with Ray, you know, like, and Ray with the double lightsaber is kind of like blowing all the mm-hmm. energy back to him. Um, that scene of him like melting away, that was very like reminiscent of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. As far as its gore is concerned, like I'm watching that, I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty graphic. Yeah, I mean, I liked it more when they did it 10 years ago in Deathly Hollows Part 2 <laughs> to Voldemort. Well, I didn't see like, that. I enjoyed Hollows the lightsaber, two. you know, the, the the wand against wand. And then one person overpowers the other. Right. And instead of him dying, he like melts away. I liked that better in, you know, 10 years ago when it happened. Can I go back Deathly to what Hollows I was going to say about the yellow lightsaber? Am I allowed I'd to bring that to up it. now? Ooh. I'd love to hear it. The original lightsaber color was supposed to be yellow. But That's it fine. wouldn't show up on screen correctly, which is why they made it blue. However, Kenner was under the impression that it was going to be a yellow lightsaber. Hence, the original Luke Skywalker had a yellow lightsaber. So I thought that was like a nice little throwback. Just They didn't do say. that because of that. I'm hoping that's why they did that. Zero chance. You think that's the only part of fan service J.J. Abrams wouldn't do? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. There's so many... <laughs> All right, so like, let me let me pose this question to you, if I may, without being like cynical or obnoxious or or anything, yep. it, from the heart. Yep. Did you? Did, all right, so you went in. What was your mood going into the movie theater? Was it a like, hey, let let me be open minded because this might redeem it, or was it just like I'm just I'm not sold on where I'm going in, so I'm already going in with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Be honest, what were you walking in as? Yeah, a little bit in between that. Yeah. So I was, uh, I went to go see it at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Um, like I told you guys pre-podcast or pre-recording, I haven't been to a movie in four months. So I'm going in and I'm looking at my app and I'm like, fuck, this movie's out. I'd rather see that. This movie's out. I'd rather see that. So there are other things I would rather seen, but I, this is an important movie to the podcast. Certainly an important movie between our relationship, Rob. <laughs> so wanted to see it. I went in not expecting to be entertained. Like, I went in fully expecting another Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then based on the trailers, nothing was really doing it for me. And like I mentioned before, I'm, I'm not really into any of these characters. So yeah. I didn't, like, I wasn't excited to see how they wrap it up. I kind of felt like I feel like going into an Avengers movie. Okay. I'm going to see it. And it's not going to be terrible, but it's not going to be great. It's going to be pretty forgettable. And that's kind of how I ended up feeling about this movie. Like Jared said, it's a seven. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a C. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not, uh, it didn't, it's certainly not nothing original. Did you, there's nothing in it that happened where I was like, oh shit, nothing. Did you have any emotional connection to anything in this movie? No. You went into a cold. It could have been just a random movie. It could have been star horrors, excuse me, star bores. I've seen that. (laughs) It could have been literally anything else and you would have kind of had the same take on it. Yeah, I think did so. the Star Wars nah, I, name? I think I was, I was maybe, I was maybe a little more, um, like a little more vitriol than I would have had for like a non-Star Wars movie. Right. 
Like, I think I was a little more negative towards this movie than I would have been towards other things. Nothing was a, nothing surprised me. The, the scene where, where Han Solo comes back, not surprising. Oh. Kylo Ren redeeming himself and saving Rey, not surprising. Um, Luke coming back and kind of them uh, course correcting his, his character from the last movie, not surprising. Oh. I was surprised a little bit um, that they gave Chewie a medal at the end. Because that had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. Nothing. That was him fixing A New Hope. <laughs> he, he, he finished fixing Jedi. <laughs> but, you know, again, if we're yeah. going to talk about, like, emotional connection to at least even on a superficial level of any sort of character in any of these movies. Yeah. Again, take this with a grain of salt. When they sure. came back with Chewbacca... And explain to everybody that Princess Leia was dead and Chewbacca just collapsed to the ground. You're going to tell me you cold-hearted bastards didn't feel anything for that moment? No, because I thought he overacted the shit out of that. It was pretty corny. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know who I did like, though? I'll tell you who I absolutely loved in this movie was the little dude who's, like, fucking with C-3PO. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) I don't know what his name is. But I was pumped on I'll it. tell you what. You want to argue, like, whose movie is what? This might have been C-3PO's movie, because he was pretty good in this. Oh, he was annoying. Oh, no. Movie. He wasn't. He was fucking hilarious in this movie. I I found the, the, the my most enjoyable part, besides the little dude who's, like, tinkering on C-3PO, was when Dennis Lawson showed up for <laughs> one point two seconds. <laughs> and I didn't heart. realize if it was Dennis Lawson or Anthony Daniels. Uh, we we walked out of the theater, and the, one of the first things I said to Rob was like, so how would you think Dennis Lawson got paid for that? <laughs> that broke uh, my heart. That it was that. It was a quarter of a second, and they even didn't even have the helmet on him. So like, well, if we put no. it up there for a second, someone might recognize him as Wedge. I I swear to God, I thought it was Anthony Daniels. <laughs> and then I was like, no, that's that's got to be Dennis Lawson. Fucking Wedge. That broke you my heart. You know what I'm thinking back... Another scene that I really, really liked was the very opening where Kylo Ren's just doing work in that forest. Yeah. But they, again, don't explain it. It's like 30 seconds, but I thought it was visually like very cool, like a very cool, because most of the, most of the, obviously all the Star Wars start with a, with a Star Destroyer, right? Or a space battle. And this one kind of hyper warps into that scene, which I liked. Maybe I'm the only one. No, I thought it was it good. Was, it, it like here's here's the day to day that Kylo's going through. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about day to day, but like it's uh, the whole chain of like he has to get the cube to get the knife to get the thing out of a three PO's head to bubble like that's this whole chain of it. I was like, what are you? Come on, what are they we di- doing? They don't. They had no story. Like they oh, had no, no idea none. what they were doing. The, none, and they they white three PO already had his memory wiped once. Like stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, thank God R two D two had the backup. Just saying. Yeah, that's a, that's surprising. <laughs> like, I, I just again, they could have probably killed some a couple characters, you know. Yeah, uh, they. I, 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 mean, I, we, I think I made peace with C three PO kind of going, and that became not. you know just a very flat kind of moment, which was like too bad. Chewbacca, I knew they weren't going to kill. Lando, I knew they weren't going to kill. Like the, yeah. Those are our two like, classics that made it through it. But well, they're, Yeah, they're not going to kill C-3PO because they need him in the next trilogy. <laughs> you can't force, you can't force revive a, a, uh, a droid, I don't think. <laughs> Who knows? They did. 
I I did think for a second when they were like uh um when Charlie from Lost, I forget his freaking name, uh, Dominic Moynihan, when he said like, <laughs> how, when he just casually said like, why don't we pull a hold on maneuver? Like, so, yeah. hey, why doesn't someone just commit a suicide mission? I thought everyone was just going to turn to Lando and be like, come on, Lando. <laughs> You're a hundred. Jared, do you think it's a better, a, a bigger life achievement for Dominic Moynihan to be in this movie or to have dated <laughs> Evangeline Lilly for a certain amount of years? <sighs> oh, you think Evangeline Lilly is that far up there? And when she's Kate? Yeah. No. Uh, Kate was kind of annoying, though. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But, I mean, it's still Kate. I didn't, I didn't dislike her, but, he, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, he, but he's, he is Charlie. Like, I, thought, I liked his character more than her character. That's true. That's if true. Any, if anything, I think that's a highlight of her life more than his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. I mean, how about I the, didn't love it. How about, how about, how about? We have our last, and again, I don't agree with this, so it's like, I'll take it with a grain of salt. So we have that last moment that Ray is like facing down Palpatine, and she has mm-hmm. the entire pep talk of every Jedi that ever existed ever, and we're getting all of these little voiceovers there. Yeah. Nothing exciting for you guys? Like, I was super excited about that. Like, a little bit too much of uh, Freddie no. Prince Jr., but I thought, you know, it was nice to hear Samuel L. Jackson pop us in there. <laughs> The one that that I that I heard the clearest, I think, is either Hayden or Liam Neeson. Yeah. Speaking of Freddie Prince Jr., don't ever send me a video about that fucking piece oh of shit talking about Star oh Wars. My goodness. Jarrett feels the same way I feel about that fucking <laughs> Anthony, video. He, he just knows the Force better than we do. He went to some kind of Jedi uh, school. Thir- I th- he took a he took a online master class on the Force on YouTube. I that send things that, that I think are interesting. I'm not saying this is my new religion. It was just that like, was here's like something minute, that I thought was interesting. That was a four minute rant on how he feels about people that like shit on his career. But you didn't that had even nothing to do thing. with Star Wars. You did. I ended up watching it after whole... after I turned it off 30 seconds into it because I was so annoyed. I went back and listened to the whole thing. That is him just being upset because he is a shit actor, <laughs> lost his career, doesn't know how to th- <coughs> throw a baseball. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. There's a whole. Have you not ever seen the whole thing of in a what's that movie? Summer Catch that he's in, where <laughs> like he literally didn't know how to throw a baseball, so they had to refilm scenes because he couldn't uh... fucking throw a baseball. <laughs> I did not know I'm Freddie Prince Jr. had an issue throwing baseballs. God. I, he could barely even turn Rachel Lee Cook into prom queen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an underhand toss. That's so the easiest thing, shit in the world. Isn't that the, what's, isn't that one of the podcasts? Oh no, it's not um oh what is that podcast that you guys wanted? Oh, thirteen going on thirty? Oh no, that this was not, she's all that. Don't compl- oh right, you guys did that complain. one already, the other one. She's all Which, that. We haven't done. She's, she's all, all that. that. You didn't no. do. She's all that. I thought you did that with Greg. No, we did. Uh, uh, can't hardly wait. Oh, same shit. Yeah. It's definitely. <laughs> Don't the you same dare! Shit. It's the same wow. movie. It's a B. Uh, it's a um, wow. Rob. Yeah, buddy. Mid March. Mid March. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, super excited! So, I can see your boner. <laughs> That's oh. a little bit too much. So, um. <laughs> Ewan McGregor has announced, well, Ewan McGregor didn't announce it because he doesn't care, but there was an announcement that Ewan McGregor is actually doing his first convention, which just happens to be up in Boston, which is just three hours away. No big deal. And And where will you be? 
I will be in Boston <laughs> in a very non-creepy, <laughs> keeping plenty of distance kind of way. Because what I found out today, um, I'm watching, you know that channel Reels, R-E-E-L-Z, Reels? Sure. All right. So reels so they have like you know it's like autopsy of this and like you know secret passions of that so they had a stalking thing today <laughs> about oh, and as i'm watching i was like this is like fucking horrifying um on um steven spielberg of like some dude that was like a little bit too way into steven spielberg so the whole thing became real weird <coughs> rob yeah go ahead <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I'm watching this thing, and as we're, like, we're talking about this, it's, like, the only thing in my head is just, like, this is the way this is going to get teed up. Like, this is the, some lunatic that's going up there. But anyway, so Ewan McGregor is doing his first convention up in Boston. I'm actually going up there um, for the convention. I'm trying to convince my wife to also come with me, which would be mm-hmm. very nice. So, Hey, how many things are you going to get signed? And I was kind of going through that right now. Maybe I this may be the only photo op I actually pay for before I get the autograph. Okay, you're gonna buy the photo. I op might for buy the photo. Don't op. Fucking... We are gonna do a podcast in April, and we are gonna look behind Rob and see you and McGregor's face stretched out over a lampshade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to get like four or five things signed. I've already gotten him things signed by you and McGregor. Yes, you did. You've gotten me an Obi-Wan <laughs> thing and a Moulin Rouge thing. So I thank you for that. Thank you Accurate. Again. And it's not enough? That's why Probably I'm not. saying I'm going for the picture rather than the autograph because that You're seems to be... You're getting an autograph. I'll probably get something what? autographed too, but it's like... But I... Whatever. Where's what, that Harrison uh... Ford autograph? <sighs> I don't, it's supposedly the signing was supposed to happen before Christmas, and Christmas is freaking tomorrow, so. Two days. Yeah, so I don't know Whatever. what is going on with that, so we'll see. All right. Fingers crossed. What, what is all uh, Obi-Wan charging for autograph? Um, I think it's somewhere in the 200 to 250 neighborhood. <laughs> hmm. Oh, fuck, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's not, uh, you know. It's not Luke Skywalker money, but it is a lot. Just, I, That's I true. Just, I just bought a PlayStation for my nephews for Christmas for less money than that. <laughs> <laughs> what a great gift, man. You're a good uh, uncle. I'm the best fucking uncle. You are the yeah, best uncle. Good. Hey, did you decide if you're coming for Comic-Con or Celebration? It, it is in, uh, it's in Rob's court. I'll go to either, but he's the one who has to be here for his poor baby turning <sighs> 15. Is there any chance you're coming to both? No, that's not happening. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Is there any chance you're going to come for Comic-Con and stay the six weeks through Celebration? (laughs) (laughs) Summer Break California 2020? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, to be fair, I don't think you've thought about that yet. (laughs) Just chilling in California like Mark Zuckerberg for the summer? I mean, whatever. Uh, hmm. (laughs) My boss wouldn't care if I worked in California. Oh, sounds like it's a possibility. Rob, what? Have you had the conversation with your daughter yet? No. <laughs> the bigger conversation happens with the boss. That's what we're waiting. That's on. true. Yeah. So you're not coming. Coming. Um, one of the two, I can almost guarantee it. It just depends on which one of the two it's going to be. 
You're not coming for Comic-Con. I don't know. Because, again, you got two things working against you. You have my, like, I got to take off from work for mm. celebration, or I have to miss my kid's birthday. So it's like, am I a family man or am I, like, a uh, company man? Like, what's the, what's going to win? We get to... We get to see if Rob loves his job or his daughter more. This is exciting. <laughs> it's pretty dark. Yeah, this is a this is a this is an interesting. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know, we'll Jared. What do you think out. he's gonna pick? I th- hmm. hmm. I'm gonna go. I think he's gonna pick celebration. Yeah, I think he's going celebration. Even though I think it makes less logical sense. Listen, it does it, what, for sure. You, you bust my chops about this, but we got Tyler's in the same boat. How come Tyler doesn't get his ass handed to him? No, no, Tyler's not in the same boat because Tyler is—it's his wife's birthday weekend, right? And his his grandma and aunt literally live in Orange County, right? So if he comes to celebration, he can see his family, right? So he's in a slightly different boat. Slightly different. Yeah, Rob, I mean, Rob, sorry, do you want me to Tyler ask? Uh, put you under the boat. What? What? Do you want me to ask Heidi? Do you want me to ask Heidi for you? I think. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Heidi has no idea. Heidi has no idea this is happening. She has no one. idea this is coming. This is going to be a. She <laughs> snorts such a big jerk. <laughs> Let me. Let's get through the holidays uh, first, and then we'll figure this one out. Yeah. All right. When are you coming? Do out we want to talk about? Ca- when are you coming? Do we want to who? Let's Who, talk about that. Yeah, you. Not anytime soon. Do we want to talk about cats or do we just want to wrap it up? <laughs> Let's talk about cats. I'm going to talk about cats. All right. Uh, well, to be, to be fair, Rob, of course, I'm going to make it out at some point. I just don't know. A ch- little child has thrown a wrench into all of my plans. I've got two little childs. And no, it, yeah. no, no, you don't. <laughs> you, have two, you have one almost adult <laughs> and you have someone who's halfway to being an adult. Yeah. My child's not, is still in the months. Yeah. So she can't fly. She can't. <laughs> I mean, she could fly. I'm not going to fly her cross country. Um, all right, cats. Cats. $6.5 million. On a budget of? <laughs> 100 million. <laughs> How long is this movie going to be in the theaters? I give it two weeks. That seems about right. It's pulled. <laughs> Because they're going to start re-releasing all the stuff in larger uh, releases for the Academy Awards eventually here. Uh, will it get nominated for the Academy Awards? <laughs> it won't, but other things will get nominated, which will then push out movies that aren't performing well. So, so all right. So you you have a pretty hefty cast in this movie, right? So super, all these people signed super. on, right? So like people are yeah. in this movie. This is my. Ooh, that I actually want to ask you another question. Thank you for sparking my memory. We can talk about it after this. But this does, again, bring up the there's no movie stars. People are not going to the movies to see one particular actor. Right. But are in people... Elba does, Idris Elba is very popular in a ton of stuff. People aren't going to see his movie. Ian, Ian McKellen, not going to see this movie because Ian McKellen's in it. But I think we have a Taylor Swift element that might go just because Taylor Swift is in this movie. But Taylor Swift's demographics are not people who go to movies. They watch fucking Netflix. They don't like this. That generation, that demographic does not go to the movies anymore. There's a True. number of different things written about that. Unless it's a Marvel movie or a Disney movie, they ain't going to it. I think I do. T- God, 
this movie is an anomaly. This is a hard movie to discuss in those terms because your average moviegoer is avoiding this movie like the plague. And I think what you're getting is the people who were nostalgic for cats, those people who were in their 40s, and then you're getting people who like musical theater. But I don't think you're getting more than that. So you're getting the crowd that went to go see Les Mis and Chicago. Um, but not much, much more than that. Like my wife is contemplating seeing this and Heidi doesn't go see movies. But but we're talking about, okay, so you're talking about Chicago, won won Academy Awards and was nominated for a ton of Academy Awards. Les Mis nominated for Academy Awards. Fucking cats ain't getting nominated for an Academy Award. So I think there (laughs) might be slightly different performances. I don't know. I didn't like Les Mis and I'm not going to see cats, but... 6.5 6.5 million and and 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a little low. Is it just Ooh. simple? Yeah, is it a simple fact that the movie looked terrible like visually in the trailer and then people saw it and were like scared away by the the bad critical feedback? Jarrett? It's uh it's possible. But also our te- getting back to what I was going to say before I ripped up to Rob. Are Taylor Swift fans even <laughs> Do they know what Cats is? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> like, when did Cats close on Broadway? Like, 15, 20 years? I don't say, like, 20 years ago. Wasn't probably. it, like, the longest-running show on Broadway at one point? Wasn't, like, that the whole it, thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. But, like, it still has been closed for... Uh, I, I can't even remember when it closed. <laughs> but there's <laughs> a ton of Broadway hits that don't translate to, to movies. That's the reason they're yeah. Broadway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is the staying alive of musical theater right now. <laughs> I don't know that I get that reference. You, like the, staying alive with yeah. The sequel to it Saturday Night Fever exactly. was like staying oh, alive, directed okay. by Sylvester Stallone. I'm thinking, th- I'm thinking the song for some reason, oh, not the movie. Yeah, but well, I think it was named after. Uh, September 10th, 2000 was uh, when Cats closed officially. So yeah, 20 almost years. twenty years ago. Yeah. God damn it! All right, Rob, real quick, I want to ask a question before we sign off sure. here. Um, has anybody seen? This is not on the agenda. That dog shit trailer for Doctor Doolittle. Yes. I saw it in front of this in front of Star Wars, yeah. Okay. So somebody that everybody brings up as still a movie star is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That movie's gonna bomb. That movie's gonna bomb. I foresee that movie's bombing, correct. Yes. He is the star. Yes. And and a number I mean that has a like again, a murderer's row of, of voice actors. There's sure. a ton of people oh, in that yeah. movie. That movie is gonna bomb and he is the main actor. Correct. Is it gonna support my People but I think anymore. this goes back to the Jungle Cruise. Um, as far Jungle as Cruise will make a shit ton of money b- because The Rock's in it, and it's a Disney movie. I think it'll make money because he's in it. But Sherlock Holmes didn't really like rake in money just because he was in it. Oh, the first Sherlock Holmes movie was a juggernaut, made a shit ton of money. Oh, it did. Oh, then there you go. Yeah, yeah I don't know about something. the second one. Yeah, the first one was a was a massive movie. I, it, it looks like shit. It really does, and it just doesn't look relatively appealing. And I like Robert Downey Jr., but I'm not willing to pay to go see that. Doesn't he seem to be playing Sherlock Holmes in this movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it looks terrible, and it's not going to make any money. I think we're going to be seeing an Iron Man 4 movie, even though he's dead. <laughs> How, how does how does that work? <laughs> It'll be a prequel. <laughs> Interesting. 
Um, Sherlock Holmes made $209 million domestically, 315 internationally for a cool $524 million. Wow. Wow. So, a lot of money. It did make a lot of money. Who knew? I didn't uh, think that movie was that popular. I think that movie's pretty entertaining. I don't love it, but it's entertaining. I still haven't seen the second one. Second one's not good. Really forgettable. Yeah. I think I've seen it like once. Yeah. I like the score to the first one. I don't know. Who did the score? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever looked it up, but it has a very uh, memorable score to me. I'm like in my head I can hear hear it. I'm not going to try to to do it on the podcast. You know, I'm super excited be because good. I got shh, don't tell anybody. But mm-hmm. I did get Heidi a um I don't know why this is relevant, but it just popped into my head. The um a the so Carrie Elways from The Princess Bride uh-huh. did a memoir of making The Princess Bride. Right. So I got her the memoir. I've read it. So Oh, did you read it? Yeah, is it any good? good? It is good. Yeah, it's good. That's oh. entertaining. All right. Seems to be a talented writer. Oh, shit. There you go. I scored. Yeah. If you like that movie, I think I think I mean that the book, the Princess Bride book is not good. Somehow the movie works. Oh. But then the memoir is good. I'm super excited now. So now high fives all over the place. So we scored. High fives. <laughs> Hopefully high well, she doesn't listen, but well. <laughs> gentlemen, this is fun. Always. Sorry, Beth couldn't make it. Super um, sorry, Beth couldn't make it. Yeah, but happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Super grateful for you guys. Grateful and for you. Yes. Bringing us all together. Again, I saw Jared for the hundredth time in the past, you know, <laughs> three weeks because of you. I'm excited to see Jared for six weeks in July to August. I'll just move out there. Keep. I mean, I got a closet you can sleep in, bro. <laughs> He's recording in it right now. I, it's not the... So, and I was about to say it's not the first closet I've slept in in my life. <laughs> Rob will tell you that story later at some point. Oh, we've, oh, we've heard the story heard on the story. podcast. <laughs> this was pre. This was pre Jarrett joining the podcast. <laughs> also, Beth has plenty of room, so you could always crash it. There Beth. you go. There we go. Six weeks, dude. All you need is internet service. How far is Gerald <laughs> away from uh, Los Angeles? Whew. Ger- Gerald's like, oh, from Los Angeles, Gerald's maybe only like 30 minutes. Oh. But for me, Gerald's probably 90 minutes. Let me tell you something. I miss me some Gerald. I haven't heard from Gerald in months. I mean, you don't ever, like, Gerald doesn't, like, text you or anything? Gerald doesn't text me. He doesn't say hello. Wow. But I'm just saying. I'm going to let him know. Yeah. Just let him know. Mr. Gerald. All right, guys, this was fun. Appreciate you being on. And like I said, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Merry and Christmas. we'll probably do it. Well, we're all going to talk again next weekend. So, doing the, the, oh, yes, we're doing that podcast that yeah. I'm not going to ruin for you. No, we're, it's fine. We're doing the uh, movies of the decade. So, we got some good stuff. <laughs> There's going to be five people. It's going to be a loaded podcast, five of us. Who are, are the we five? Doing... Oh, Jarrett, what are you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, are we doing the, uh, are we voting or are we, or are we scrapping that idea? We're just talking about it. Yeah, I think we're just talking about it. I think we're yeah. just all going to have our individual. I mean, we can we can certainly, I think it might be cool for the five of us to, after we say our favorite five at the end of the podcast, then to maybe do like an Instagram, like elimination, eliminator kind of pool type thing, like we were doing with Christmas movies and Halloween movies. All right. I think that might be fun. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah. Um, the five, Rob, are the, the three of us and Beth and Tyler. Nice. 
So I think it'll be an interesting mix having Beth on there and then Tyler, like, who the fuck knows what that guy likes? <laughs> he likes Moulin Rouge and then Last Jedi. So, like, he's all And Moana. Don't kind, forget. Kind of like you, buddy. I, I know. We're very much on the same page, uh, me and Tyler. One of, the, one of the questions is best animated movie of the decade. Oh, can we huh. just... Can we just mark Robin for Moana right now? <laughs> it's a great movie. Just I mean, but yeah, so is Spider-Verse. I guess. But which movie am I going to watch again? I'm wow. watching Moana. I guess he says. I oh gotta go. God. And wait, and Gentlemen. then two things. Wait, wait, before we do all this. One, shout out to Damien, who apparently is in Amsterdam. He is? Excellent. I asked him. I asked him a simple question. Hookers and blow question mark. Oh my God. And, and no not, response. Tell you what no. Is. no, there was a response. <laughs> and then B, just like Super Miss Beth, excited to talk to Beth next week. I agree. I just saw Beth on Sunday, so we're excited to have her back on the nice. podcast. She was going to be on tonight, but she had to get her eyelashes done. Priorities are important. Yep. I mean, holidays, bro. You know, you got you got Christmas photos and whatnot. And she just got engaged, so congratulations, Ooh. Beth. Congratulations. Awesome. So that's super exciting. <laughs> Beth, if you could wait until Star Wars Celebration, I can actually perform the marriage. Just saying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't make a special trip out here to officiate someone. I wedding? absolutely can. Absolutely can. All right. Just saying. I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Again, thanks for being on. Merry Christmas, and we'll do it again Merry next Christmas. week. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, everyone, uh, another pop culture news podcast down. I'd uh, love to know what you think about Rise of Skywalker. Like it, loved it, indifferent, sick of hearing us talk about Star Wars. Definitely let us know on any of our social media platforms, at The Morning Geekdom Instagram, at Morning Geekdom Facebook and Twitter. Give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend, tell a hundred friends, tell everybody, tell everybody at Christmas dinner, uh, everybody at the uh, Festivus events. Just tell people. Uh, like, rate, review, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. And we'll do it again next week. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and shout out to Gary Oldman.